This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This is the Boop Show for Monday, January 15th, 2018, with me, Scott Johnson, and Brian Dunaway. Hey, everybody, welcome back to uh, the first episode of the Boop Show for the proper year of 2018. Yeah, that's right. We had holidays, and that kind of messed us up. And then I got super sick and got some kind of weird flu going around. And then that killed us for like two weeks. But here we are, ready to roll and stick it out in the wind and let the wind blow on it. Right, Brian? What? Dunaway, right? Yeah, we got to get it. Got to get it aired out. Yeah, I don't know what we're talking about, but it doesn't matter. We're not being specific. It's totally fine. Hey, I thought at the top of the show we'd do something a little fun here. So Brian sent me a package. Now, what I would like to say about this package is two things. One, it got here in a very, uh, it was very fast. It got here when it was supposed to and all that. Uh, Brian wrote on here, he put a sticker here that says fragile. He wrote here fragile. 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 Yeah. Fragile. And fragile. You'll notice I did every side in case it was turned. And the mail company or the mail system still banged the box to hell and back, despite all of these warnings. Now, there is a sticker here saying damaged, what to do. Now, they may have put that on after they damaged it, right, so I right. would have easy access to do whatever. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to now, people listening on the podcast, you're not going to be able to see this, obviously, but I'm going to. That thing's this. insured for 50 bucks, too. So Is it really? Jeez. Yeah. Okay, hold on. I had to use my teeth. I saw that. Uh, those are some. Those are some mighty incisors. Ugh. This is hard. Okay, this is all part of the show, by the way. This isn't like me just opening a, a box it, of. This uh, is, wait, this is unboxing, right? This is the, uh, yeah, the this dreaded is, YouTube unboxing. That's exactly that everybody what loves. Says. Everyone loves a good YouTube unboxing. Actually, that's not true. Is that everyone hates that? That's the thing people hate. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to do my best here to try to not have. This oh God! Be... Please, it's it's okay to unbox something as long as you don't describe every essence of the packaging. Okay. You'll notice here they put plastic. Yeah. And uh, the plastic is the number two plastic that uh, oh, is so usually bad. found in the. Uh... Oh my God! Shut up! Just open the box. Just open the box. Okay. Open the box. Go. I did a good job. Man, you really take, sealed this up. Take, take that UPS. Oh my gosh. My, my my philosophy is tape is uh, pretty waterproof, so uh, if you want to waterproof that box, go ahead and scotch tape the crap out of it. Oh, my Lord. All right, so we're in. Oh, looky here. The limited edition, limited run, completely hammered side of. <laughs> is it hammered? Yeah. Is it busted? It's okay. It's, not, it's their fault because they're sloppy. Uh, but here, let's right. we just pop that out a little. There we go. That totally works. It's Super yeah. Mario cereal, everybody. It It mostly made it. Like yeah, it did, and it's a and it's an amiibo as well. Where is that actually? Is it on the minus? Actually, it's on the back. You would hope that it would be on the inside, but no. These are these amiibos are on the back. There's a little. Oh, there you'll it is. see it says yes. Yeah, so you you cut that out. I've already done one of these. Uh, you cut that out and you take it into your little game uh, yeah. on your switch. Yeah, uh, was how I how I did mine. Yeah, uh, you tap it a few times in the appropriate place. Yeah, and uh, in your little amiibo, it it pops right there. And would you if you tried it in a game to see what you get? We did, and we had to check back in an hour, and you know what I did? I never checked back. Oh, you never so, did. <laughs> so, yeah, try it with a Super Mario Odyssey, which you have, and now I have as well. Yeah, I've got it right here in front of me. What I'm going to do is turn it on. I'm not going to do it on the show because this is even worse radio. But I'm going to wait for it to all boot up, and then uh, why is my switch off? That's weird. Is it switched off? It's warm, so, too. And it smells, so, it smells burny. Oh, I don't like that. That's never good. <laughs> why does it smell burny? It was just sitting in the dock. No, it smells like Bernie, or it smells like it's been burning. <laughs> it smells like Bernie Sanders. Weird. Right. Mm. Um, okay, what Weird. I'll do is I'll, I'll get into Super Mario Odyssey, so I'm just in it. And then when that pops up, we'll we'll check with the box and scan it and see what uh, 
uh, little uh, Rufy Jr. or whatever his name is gives me in right. the game. Can I tell you the nightmare about Super Mario cereal? Yeah, go ahead. What, what's the deal? Can I tell you? Okay. How does it so, taste, right. by the way? Is it gross? Like, what are we looking at? Oh, it is so bland and boring. But it's Super Mario cereal. Did you ever eat the original uh, no. Nintendo cereal kind no. of thing? No. How was that? That had that had everything. That had Link stuff in it and other things, right? Yeah. Mixed berry cereal with marshmallows. Mm. So it's the same thing? There, yeah, they're kind of dry, boring. They're just they're, Kellogg's makes this. It's nothing fantastic. It doesn't take like anything outside of their ordinary cereal fare. I'm sure they just pressed out some stars and marshmallows, and and they said, "There you go. There's your cereal." So, but getting this stuff has been a pain because they were supposed to release, I think, around December, the first of December, yeah. and Kellogg shipped them out limited run as as everything uh, Nintendo does. Yeah, uh, and so. I was expecting to see some in the stores all the way up till Christmas, and I really had to struggle. And I, I watched what's called BrickSeek. I don't know if you use that or not. But I have never used Brick it. Seek, yeah, it allows you to kind of watch uh, the inventories of certain uh, big box stores. So that's what I was watching. And I saw 15 come in uh, to our local Walmart. I went in, and I begged every day and said, when are you going to unload the truck? When are you going to unload the truck? It took three days. They finally did it. Mm-hmm. And I got by, and this guy says, he says, I said, did y'all unload the truck? He said, yeah. And I said, uh, what, do you have any cereal in there? No. Mm. And I said, but but it says you have some on hand. Nope. If I'd have seen them, I would have got them. And I'm like, really? what do you mean you would have got them? Like, would have purchased them for yourself? Yep. I'm like, so what? All right. Yeah, that's so weird. I watched, yeah, so that that jerk. So I went to another Walmart that was close by. Those guys are better because they had like 30 in stock. And we went in, we bought about five of these, not to hoard, but just to send out to friends as, as uh, presents. Yours arrived a little bit late. Yeah. And stop stiffing your switch. Dude, I can't help it. It smells like burn. I'm nervous. Like something happened over there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It freaks me out. So, all right. But hold on. Let me see. Let me just... All right. Here's what you do. Here's what you do. You, you take... You take your uh, you take your uh, fragile box. You put your switch in it. Yeah. And uh, oh, I got you fifty dollars covered. I think I just dropped my switch. <laughs> Did you just sit on your switch? Something just <laughs> fell out. All right, don't worry about it. No, no, the switch is fine. It's my phone. All right, this is going great. Hey, hey, I've got the little amiibo guy. Let's see what happens. Okay. Oh, excellent, excellent. He's right here. Hold on. Let's turn him up. All right, he's standing. Everything seems to be running, by the way. So I think we're okay. Yeah, yeah. It's still. It's still a little warm and smells a little smoky. Oh, I don't like that. All I don't right. like that too. Anyway, here it is. The Amiibo built-in box Amiibo. So let's talk to our little Amiibo guy here. This little uh, this little douchebag. What's his name? Hey, I've been uh, waiting Amiibo. for you. Oh, it's Uncle Amiibo. Yeah. That's literally his name. Yeah. Tom Nook Amiibo is back for looking for hints. Oh, great. Well, I don't care about that. That's forever ago. Okay. Okay, just a second here. Careful out there. Okay, now I click him again. Hey, you got an Amiibo? Happen to put some stuff as a deal. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh my the gosh, he talks deal. a lot. Okay, here we go. So we take it down. Yeah, and you got you got to tap it. Yeah, we got to go down here. Oh, you got to do the Mebo side. Yeah, here we there go. There you go. You get? It. Are you tapping it? Yeah. There it goes. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, it's a delicious amiibo, it says. Seriously, oh. that's the words. Look at this. Delicious amiibo. Delicious amiibo. He ate your amiibo? Yeah. And then Dang you say, Uncle Amiibo. You got it. I'll send this delicious amiibo out for a look for a power moon. It's going to take five minutes. So come back. All right. So it's just another power moon. I thought yeah, it would so be. Yeah, so you just got a power moon then. Okay. I that's hoping... probably what happened with me too. Yeah, and I was hoping it'd be like, uh... I don't know what I thought it would be, but it'd be cool if it was like, Congratulations! He's got uh, underwear that looks like a box or something. That'd have been cool. I can't decide if I should leave this sealed forever or if I should eat what's in here. What uh, you you're not going to gain anything by eating it. Well, Let me tell might, you that right might now. Gain a few pounds, right? Right. It's uh, it's bland. If you're interested in seeing what it tastes like, just go get bland anything. <laughs> That's Marshmallow. <not> bad. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's all right. It's all right. It's okay, I guess. It's, it's you know cereal. It's like two ninety nine, so it's not like the premium, you know, cereal or nothing. It's just there. No, I like that they did this. It's a fun, stupid thing, and it's kind of collectibly. Like when I'm done with this, I'll probably have the kids eat it because I don't really eat cereal yeah, anymore. Yeah. But then I'll uh, I'll try to like preserve this box and like mount it someplace. 
because that's, yeah, that's cool. what we did. I, I'll do the same thing. I'll probably just well, I'll open the box and just take the bag out from inside and uh, and save the box. 120 calories per serving, zero uh, gram saturated fat, 170 milligrams of sodium. Good Lord. And 10 grams of sugar. Woo. Whoa, let's go. That's where I get all my sugar. <laughs> all right. Uh, hey, I should tell you what I, uh, so this is what I've been up to uh, game wise. So you'd think this uh, Scott would be spending his time catching up on late 2017 releases that I didn't get a chance to play or something. I kind of thought right. that's what I would do in January. Instead, uh, I got way, way back into Elder Scrolls Online, which is currently uh, on the Morrowind expansion thing. Right, right. Um, and I made a warden, and I kept working on this uh, this wizard man, sorcerer man I've got. And uh, for those that don't know, it's the Elder Scrolls world. So, you know, Skyrim, Oblivion, Morrowind, mm-hmm. the famous Elder Scrolls series of games. It's that world, but it's an MMO. It's got some of the trappings of an MMO. You've got public dungeons, and you play with other people, and there are people in town that are just strangers, and and the progression systems are all sort of geared around sort of MMO things. You have in-game content like dungeons and PvP and all that. So you might say, well, Scott, why are you doing that? You already like and play uh, games like World of Warcraft. Why would you need another one of these? And what I've always liked about this game, especially since their one Tamriel update where it made the world scale with you. So it doesn't matter where you go or when you go there, you're playing at the level you're at. Uh, So there's no like, oh, I'm level 50 and I'm in a zone of level 10s and I just lay waste. It doesn't work like that. Everywhere you go is a challenge for you. And I like that a lot because it means variety. It means if I don't like a zone, I can go, eh, I'm going to go somewhere else for a while. And at least for the progression sort of leveling experience, that's that's true. So... Right, right. I love that you, change. You, oh, go ahead. How yeah. do you how do you how do you spend your crowns when you get them? Uh, so you, crowns. Well, let me explain how crowns work. So, all right. Actually, before I get to that, here's here's the deal. You buy the game. Let's say you paid twenty five bucks for it. I don't know what it is right now. If you go buy just the ESO by itself, it's pretty. It's mm. relatively cheap. There is no monthly service. You just right, right. I mean, there is one, but it's a bonus one. But you don't have to do that. You can just buy the game and then play it. Guild Wars Two is like this. There are other games that do the same thing. So it's like pay to play, but it's not free to play. So it's different than most free to play games where there's lots of little microtransactions along the way that will boost your experience and, and being 100% free right out of the gate. You pay for the game and then you play it. And if you want some extra bonus features, you can be part of ESO Plus, which mm-hmm. is something I never did, but I got so into the game that this time around, um, Here's how I approached it. I said, I'm not going to go play this like an MMO. I'm going to play this like a Elder Scrolls game. I want story. I want quests. I want towns. I want mysterious caves. Uh, I want to go into those caves and come out going, oh, my gosh, I can't believe what I found in this mysterious cave. I want, uh, I want. There's a huge pile of monster poo in here. Right. I don't know. Exactly. Where do you and, come I, from? and I want interesting character development, and I and I kind of want to role play through this a little bit. And when you approach that game in that way, you suddenly forget all of the little misgivings. Like, well, I already play WoW. Why am I doing this? You you feel like you're playing a different kind of game. And in a right. lot of ways, it is like all the questing stuff has VO, all of it. So any quest you do for anybody, they talk to you. Uh, it's fully voiced. There's tons of little cutscenes and stuff inside of caves and, and dungeons and things where you finish out a thing and an old, you know, ghost of a king says, you've done well, you know, whatever. So you get, you always get that kind of like I'm layer. ghost of the king. <laughs> you get that layer of storytelling. Plus you just get the feel of the Elder Scrolls universe, which I love. I love the world of Elder Scrolls. Tamriel's my, right. it might be my, hmm. I mean, Skyrim when you really... Say, when you say Elder Scrolls is just a little bit more serious um, as opposed to... Y- 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 yes. Yes. Oh, absolutely more serious. Like, Right, right. Like, like, WoW has a real sense of humor about it and wants you in a motorcycle for no reason and sometimes goofy dialogue and you talk to Harris Pilton in town who sells you stuff and it's obviously a reference to Paris Hilton. Uh, you know, like, <laughs> like that's what... that's WoW has always had some fun on the edge there, right? It's a little right, goofier. Right. This is a little more like Elder Scrolls. If you've played Skyrim or any of those games, then you know that they're, it's a relatively dark, uh, hard fantasy kind of thing. 
Right, right, right. And I like that a lot. And I really like the tone of it. And I like how it feels there. So that isn't, isn't to say you can't have a little bit of fun. I just went with this, um, this goofy uh, dude. It's in the, it's in the, um, the, the new continent stuff for, um, for the Morrowind expansion. But you go with this guy. He's basically like a fantasy version of Indiana Jones. They don't play that up too much, but he's just like a treasure hunter. But he's terrible. He's inept as hell. So every time he gets stuck in a trap, I have to get so him out. So he's more like, uh, oh, what's this guy's name? Oh, why am I forgetting what his name is? I can't remember. I don't know. Oh, well. Not romancing It's the, the knock off Indiana Jones. Oh. Uh, Alan Quartermain. He was actually before Indiana Jones. Yeah, that was, yeah, yeah it was the other way around, history. right? Yeah, lore wise, he has an older story. However, everybody knows who is popular first. Uh, listen, in our in our mainstream. Yeah, we know people in the forties know. I, I wasn't alive then, but that's know. right. Take it. Take but anyway, it. the point is, uh, you 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 do this stuff and you progress with your character, and, and the g- graphics are amazing. It's a it's a straight up. The world looks like Elder Scrolls to me, and lots of cool right. lighting effects and. Uh, you get a mount pretty early, and you you develop your skills the way you want to. You can use any kind of weapon you want. You can do all of the uh, material manufacturing stuff you want. And <laughs> better word for that would be the professions. Um, <laughs> material manufacturing. What am I saying? Right. Anyway, it is a really good game, and I always thought that. But for whatever reason, uh, right. I got sucked in completely this time, and I'm all in. So I ended up doing the plus thing, which is like 15 a month. But I get free cool stuff and 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 I get some XP bo- oh, yes. boosts and the biggest the biggest bonus honestly so far, uh, well there's two things and that this is where we get to crowns. I get fifteen hundred crowns a month just for nothing, just for being there, uh, for paying fifteen dollars. Well, yeah, but that's part of it. But you also get boost to XP, boost to gold acquisition. Um, but you also get uh, in the the everybody gets like sixty inventory slots, and right, right the way it works if you're playing just the normal game without paying the monthly is you have uh, that limited storage also includes like materials. So if I go get some, some iron or chop some trees or catch some bugs for fishing, they all take up a space. When you pay for this thing per month, they remove all materials from baggage use. They're kept in a separate inventory and now it's just nothing but uh, you know, weapons and hardware and stuff that takes up your inventory. So it, you can collect everything all the time and never be overburdened or have too much stuff. I know that's a small thing, but it feels worth it. If you're playing this game a ton, I think it feels worth it. Like 15 a month if is I, worth if it. I'm, that's three coffees. Say, if, I'm getting back, if I'm getting back in, and let's say I don't have the Elder Scrolls online at all, yeah. do I need to start with online and then upgrade to Morrowind or can I just jump straight into that? What's, what's my best you path? You just jump you straight into the game. Don't get the, don't get the expansion. I have the expansion, but I would just jump right. in Play it without the expansion if you want to just kind of test the waters and stuff. Um, they right. had a, they just had a big free week, too, as well. For or No, that was, a ES, that was a ESO Plus thing where you got to use the Plus benefits for a week, which you know shows people what they can get if they pay a little extra. But anyway, you can pay. Uh, is what? there any deal that's giving me a, a historical low of $18.59 on the Elder Scrolls Online, which tells me it's probably about 20 bucks or so. I thought it was on sale recently for like. If you watch it. Maybe the holiday sale may have been down to 10 or something, but they've had mm. real low sales before. I think I picked it up and it was like something like that, like a low price. And I honestly, when I play, I played the alpha for this thing, the beta, and it was janky and launch was janky and it had problems for a while there in the beginning. I remember that. They've yeah. really turned this game around and I think it's solid as hell and I really like it. So I'm not here to tell people, I mean, I'm not about to give up World of Warcraft. That's my jam, but. In these months where I'm kind of mm, a little bored with Warcraft, oh, you know, I need some new right. content from them. Why not, you know, delve into this other thing? I've and if always you- been against that mentality. That's I think that's one thing that we've I've I've thought about, not really thought about, but been at odds with others in the Frog Pants community. Everybody else seems to be like, I gotta have World of Warcraft all the time, running all the time. I'm like, yeah, I'll jump in, play for a while, then I'm out doing something else. Yeah. Coming back to it, it's sure just I will. totally fine. That's a fine way to play it's that fine. game. It's not a problem. Whoa, something just appeared on your screen. Oh, there we go. That was me. What was it? What was it? What, <laughs> it was I a big. It was a logo from. Well, there we go. <laughs> it was the wrong logo for the wrong show, and I don't know why it's there. Anyway, uh, yeah, that game's great, and I really like the plus features. And who knows? I mean, I I may go for a while and then go. Hey, I'll do something else. But 
It's really got its hooks into me right now. And again, if you go in there, just don't try to be Mr. MMO in there. Go in there right. going, I'm going to explore. I'm going to make cool stuff. I'm going to make a, I'm going to trick out a rad character the way I like to play. I'm even going to RP this a little bit. I'm going to listen to these quests and I'm going to hear the, it's not just text. It's guys talking to you and you responding and ladies. And uh, so if that lizard man needs help, <laughs> if the lizard man needs right. help, he doesn't just go, I'm a lizard man and I need help. He says, my name is Dirt Water, and I've lived here my whole life. And it turns out so-and-so took a sword and jammed it into the monkey butt or whatever it is. And then you respond with a and response. that's why my name is Dirt Water. And then, you, <laughs> and then you go find out what Dirt Water the lizard man needs done, and you go do it, and you come back. And it's just really fulfilling story stuff, and I dig it. So play it like an Elder Scrolls game, and it will change your attitude. Because I did right. this. I, played, I went back and played a bunch of Skyrim Enhanced Edition. And then I thought, well, why am I in here? Can I just see what they're doing in ESO just to see? I'm sure I'll come back, but I'll just go see. And I went and see, saw it, and I went, oh, that's right. They fixed, like, a lot of stuff. Like, I know it's not the same. It's not a proper Elder Scrolls game. But, like, control-wise, how you see your character, how you switch from third person to first person, like, all of those things are so much, I think, better handled in the MMO than they are in the mainline games. The interface is just better. Right. But it also uses the things that work from those interfaces and carried those through. It's easy to get all uppity about it's not a proper Elder Scrolls game. F that. Just play a video game and have some fun. So that's what I'm doing. I'm having a good time. I'm way into it again. Yeah. And that's all I did since I last talked to you, really. You know what I liked about the boob show? There's no judging here. Isn't there? You could. Uh, okay. Maybe there's a no public. There's no public judging. There's no. Here. You sure there's no shaming going on? A little bit of shaming happening. I can't promise that. We well, you know what we should shame some of these uh, chat listeners and, and give away a free game. Oh, we should. Do what that. do you think? We should totally Before give I away talk, a free yeah. game. Should we give away a free game? I don't yeah, have, I don't well, have see, one. We handy. gave away last time. We gave Tropico Five away. Uh, I got some Spellforce Two Anniversary <gasps> Edition. Spellforce Two uh, is a good game. Stuff. That's a good yeah, game. You want, you, want, you want to do that one? Yeah, let's do that one. Who in the chat room wants to win Spellforce Two? Let yourself be heard. Uh, hold on. Say I sit in the chat room. Say I uh, magic missile. Yeah, say magic missile. If you spell it wrong, that's fine. We don't care because uh, missile's a weird word, right? It's like missile mm -hmm. instead of missile. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. If you misspell it, I'm not giving it to you. No, Forget no, it. no. Yeah, it's a fair deal there. All right, you pick one of those magic missile people. And all right, uh, all right. Uh, they, all right, I'm seeing. I'm seeing them start up. They're starting to pop up now. I'm gonna, oh I'm gonna randomly. I'm closing my eyes and I'm open my eyes and I'm looking at. Uh, Jimmy two times. Good job, Jimmy two times. To, and he's got a crown, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hit him up. And uh, you know what's great about Jimmy two times? Really? That sounds like a mobster name. I like that. It does. Yeah, I like it a lot. That's pretty good. Congratulations, Congratulations, Jimmy two times. May you win yet another time and confirm that your name is real. Anyway, Brian. Even though I spent a lot of time in that game, I assume you did some other stuff. What'd you do? Dude, okay, so we haven't talked since before Christmas, and I got loaded up at Christmas. <laughs> not only was I purchasing, right? Not only was I purchasing loaded up, I'm telling you, eggnog every day. Not only was I getting games off the Steam sales, I received plenty of games and Steam gift cards for Christmas. And one of the things that I got, uh, lo and behold, on my Christmas morning, uh, I got a Dale windows mixed reality vr headset mm. i i've been looking uh i have been looking uh at at several different things i've been looking at the vibe i've been looking at you know i've been looking at all the vr options and this was just the latest thing this last year in the last year everybody said you know if you're going to get into it you know this is a good price and i actually got this in a bundle uh that was part of my christmas gift it was uh, only 50 dollars by the time you really oh my got into how it worked out it's cheap. So it's super cheap. Microsoft is really was really trying to get these in the hands of people. So some really good deals over over the holidays for the Windows Mixed Reality. And I got to say, I've never played any other VR other than, you know, sticking my phone in a couple of those cheap Google Cardboard type things. Yeah. And uh, it changed my perspective on gaming completely. I know that I'm late to the game. And everybody else probably already said it. it's like, yeah, VR, duh. But I'm telling you, when you say mixed price, reality, this thing's doing AR and VR, right? Is that the deal? No, it's not. It's it's kind of it's kind of uh, it's it's kind of deceptive in that way. That that term, mixed reality, 
they're kind of getting this prepped as a platform to do those kind of things. Yeah. And you may even think since these, these headsets have little cameras in the front of them yeah. in the, in the front of the headset, you may think that may be some cameras for you to view some, uh, some augmented reality. It's not, those are just sensors. Yeah. So there's no sense. So like, unlike, uh, you know, the Vive and, and Oculus, you don't have your little free standing, uh, sensors. They are actually in your headset. Mm. some advantages to that and some disadvantages one advantage is of course you don't have you can carry this thing anywhere i mean it's, i have a little bag yeah. and i just stick that thing in a little bag and i just take it with me works great on my dell gaming laptop and i've had a lot of fun with people just showing up and going here put this on try it out it's really cool and uh however unlike uh you know the other with what's got like more room uh room detection if you put down the controllers next to your side, yeah. they, you kind of lose. You know, unless you look back down at them again, it'll lose where the where the controllers are. Oh, because it doesn't have the you don't have towers that are doing right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So, so you just uh, so you have to kind of bring them back up again. So that makes some games kind of weird because, but most games, most of the things I'm doing, you usually keep you know in front of your face. You know, you know, like super hot and those kind of things and. Uh, picked up uh rick and morty uh, oh yeah that's supposed to be good virtual reality yeah yeah it's it's a lot of fun it's like 20 dollars. i got it on sale this is one of the ones i really definitely wanted to get because i like getting into that world and i know they've been putting a lot of effort into it mm -hmm. uh it was i had a lot of fun i had some trouble because i had to do some uh i had to do some rickality fiddling because uh there was some uh, things I had to do that required me to touch the floor. And since I wasn't, I didn't really understand how all the setup was on the virtual reality. I was not quite reaching the floor. So oh. I had to do a lot of tweaking to get it where it needed to be. Yeah, some of that so, room scale stuff can be tricky. But did you did you yeah. experiment around to see if any of the Steam VR stuff would play? Will it, will it work with Oculus games? Yeah. Like all that? That was what was so great. I purchased this and I was like, oh, I hope I have some games to play. And like the very next week... Steam VR opened their arms and welcomed the Windows Mixed Reality into the club and said, "Come on in, we're gonna have a good time." And they did, so they took it in. And I've been playing some uh, Steam VR, gotten into the room of Steam VR. Uh, I've played the, like I said, the Rickality. the The really cool thing, though, is, oh, man, I love the Oculus Rift Store. Oh my God, there's so many fun games there. Yeah. And I didn't think I'd be able to do anything there. But there is like a bridge even from that. So you can you can bridge Steam VR um, using what's called Revive to log into Oculus Rift oh, games yeah, and yeah, play yeah. It's there. A little, it's a little hackery, but it, it works. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm jumping three bridges and I can't believe how freaking good it is because uh, there's a game called Lucky Tales. Yeah. And you know it's a little, it's like a little platformer set in VR, and Isn't so you're Lucky's, kind of like it's Lucky's Tale, right? Lucky's it's Lucky's Tale. You're right. It's yeah. Lucky's Tale. Yeah. Uh, Luckiest tale. Like so, uh, Carl's yeah. Jr. It's like that. Carl's, exactly. Yeah. And so I got in there, and that just, I've been doing all these first-person things, which seems natural, yeah. you know, because you just you just hold your hands up, and all of it seemed very natural. But then I played that. It was like this platformer, but I was kind of like almost in God mode, where I'm kind of like just hovering over top of him just a little bit. And, you know, you can kind of reach in with your little hand and punch him in the face a couple of times. He's yeah. like, no, stop it. And it's just, <laughs> I've never played a platformer like that. And I, after playing it, I, I picked up the Switch. Yeah. And I was like, the Switch is disappointing at this point. Oh, now. man. Like, now, we're going to have to have words about this. Because so, I, I'm but with see, that's you. Just because, that's just because the magic is still there I understand. For me. The I magic is still hot. Right. And you got, And I totally, I'm totally know where you're at. And this is where I was at when I was messing with VR. But right now, my Rift, or no, excuse me, my, uh, uh, the other one. What's wrong with me? The, the Vive is sitting over yes, there all yes. dusty. Why? Because yeah, it's yeah. a pain in the ass to pull it out and put it on, deal with the thing. And I just don't, I, the magic part is gone. What I need now is substance, right? Right now, I yeah. need games that are like, whoa. Blowing my mind. I cannot believe how cool and big and awesome and rad and, and full featured this is. And nobody's quite done that yet. There have been a few nice little attempts right. here and there, but nobody's fully done that to make it worth it for me to put that damn thing on. So <laughs> so for me, these need to get a lot smaller, lighter, portable, blah, blah, which is interesting. And they're, and they're getting there, right? Well, we didn't talk about this. And it's not in any of our news today. We Maybe it should have been, and I forgot about it. But uh, at CES, uh, HTC... 
showed off and also talked about their new uh, Vive 2 or Vive Pro or whatever they're calling it. Pro, I think is what they call it. Yeah, it's basically a new sleeker, still pretty big, but, you know, that kind of Vive. It has this adapter to let you go wireless so you don't have to have it tethered to a, to a PC, which is a big deal. That same adapter is also available for existing Vive owners, so we have a way to do that. That that may get me to dust mine off. Um, but uh, some, I forgot, 75% increased resolution. Like, that's a big deal. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, some of the tech specs are pretty neat. So, so that's exciting, and it's cool, and I'm glad this thing's moving forward. I just, we need to get to a place, Brian, where this isn't so... Mad Max territory. We have to get to a place where it's like these and I can just put them on, you know, like I can put these right. little thin things on and that's enough for me to have a really cool VR experience. And I'm not sure it'll have Jack to do with PCs at that point. It'll end up right. being its I, own I, thing. I think standalone is definitely where it's going to be at. I mean, we've got, we've got, let's face it. I mean, this past year has really, I think we've reached a point now this past year, in my opinion, in, in, for my user experience, I've noticed that the cell phones have gotten as fast almost in a lot of processing as in as stable as my laptop most of the time. And once you put a computer in that size format, I mean, yeah. throw those in some headsets. I mean, it's just we're we're almost there. We're so close. Well, that new Rift, so uh, uh, Rift Junior or Rift <laughs> Micro or yeah, the hell Rift it's called. Junior. That thing coming out right. soon is a all standalone. Doesn't even need a phone. It doesn't need anything. It's just a standalone yeah, yeah. VR device, and it, that's the most exciting thing I've heard about in VR in a long time. I'm gonna tell you this Windows Mixed Reality. It feels solid enough. It feels like about the quality of a good pair of headphones. Yeah. And I'm telling you, the price that they're probably spending on this technology, the actual cost of this technology is probably way under what they're selling it right now yeah i mean you give it another year or so and these things are going to be as cheap as a decent set of headphones and so i mean and they're portable it doesn't do everything uh but it does a lot and it allows you it allows you a lot of freedom and uh, as soon as they become wireless which is just one more step also they gotta quit i, I would like it if they just stopped calling it mixed reality until they have ar working yeah on right i agree because it's because it's it's fudging with the numbers it's like People saying on this new 4G network back when 4G was a thing, and it didn't mean anything. It meant like they just can name anything 4G. Like there's right. no standard, and so when they say mixed reality, now some people are trying to fudge that and get away with it. Anyway, yeah, we're we're really close to all that stuff. Give it another couple of years, like you said. But I, you know, once I got out of the VR world for a little while, a couple of days, I picked my switch back up and I started having fun again. But yeah, there's a real big. I mean, there's going to be a real big difference once we get to that point. It's going to be... Uh, I agree. Like, when we're watching them through our eyes, that's our display. Yeah. And it's easy. And I mean, it yeah, has to yeah. be. Here's how easy it has to be, Brian. Watch me. Chat room, here we go. This is how easy it has to be for VR to truly be the mainstream thing they all hope it is. And, and when I right. do this, I want you to both get the visual of how easy it was to put on, but also how little there is to it. Okay, <laughs> so here goes. Here's what the VR future needs to be. Yeah. As soon as it's as, soon as, it's as easy as putting on a pair of headphones... I think you you got it. Or glasses, you know? which is what I did. Well, glasses, yeah. And, yeah. and well, not everybody can relate to glasses. Well, <laughs> that's true. But I'm. That's it. That's the holy grail. If you right. get if you get there, you can get anywhere. If you can make it in New York, you can make it. How's that phrase go? <laughs> it's New York. If you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. Right. If you can make it there, you can shave your own back hair. There, that's I, the one. Yeah. Nailed it. Killed it. Nailed it. All right. Well, on that note, I think it's time for this. All right, time to talk about some of the news of the week. Actually, some of this is getting a little old or long in the tooth, but I thought it was good enough to keep around. For example, the Nintendo Switch became the fastest-selling home console game system of all time in the all United time. States. And let me tell you why that thing's so popular. Because they got it right for once. The gimmick is real, and it works. Except for mine smells funny, but that's all. That's the only <laughs> difference. Oh, you know, it's been five minutes. Let's get in here real quick. Let's look at the Switch. This is all related. Let's see if we got uh, any update on my amiibo, my delicious amiibo errand. Okay, so now I can talk to Jimmy here. Hello, been waiting for you. Uh, that delicious amiibo is back looking for hints, or had been looking for hints. Oh, that's all it is. It gives me one star location. Oh, Ooh. what a ripoff. All right, well, um, if I remember uh, in the sh uh, later in the show here, in fact, you know what, I'll, I'll launch it now. I'm going to launch Mario Kart 8. 
And we'll see if that does anything else. Maybe that would be a cart in a box form or something. That would that would be cool, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of like tickets you get when you go to the arcade, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, it's the same. Idea. I mean, you're already, yeah, you're already getting you're already getting to play, uh, you know, skee ball or whatever, mm-hmm. for, you know, what, then you just get a little bonus of uh, a ticket. Gosh. Mario's yelling, Mario's yelling Mario Kart Eight at the top of his lungs, and it was drowning you out. Okay, here we go, Amiibo. Yep, we're right in. Okay, Amiibo. So let's see what we got here. Some, you guys can hear the. Okay, so we got that going. Uh, let's see. How do I do? Touch an amiibo to the NFC port. Okay, here we go. Okay. This amiibo is not compatible with Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. No! Are you kidding me? No! Are, you're kidding me. What kind of... <laughs> ugh. All right. What kind of $2.99 free gift in a box is this? I'm not firing up. I'm not firing up Zelda until I know, but I'm going to look it up and see. Somebody out there's chronicled this. This is like the equivalent of uh, a Christmas story when it gets the Ovaltine advertisement, yeah, right? Almost. Except, yeah. Yeah, it's like getting that Ovaltine uh, decodering and realizing it's poop. Drink more Ovaltine. Yeah, that's exactly right. Play more Mario. Anyway, well done, Nintendo. Uh, Ten months, you sold over 4.8 million units in the United States. Uh, let's see. That is the highest total for the first 10 months of any home console game system in the U in the U S history. This doesn't count Japan or Europe or anywhere else. Uh, but, uh, it surpassed Nintendo's own Wii system, which had the previous record of more than 4 million right. units. So in the same, uh, deal. So just about a million more. That, that blows my mind because I, I thought the Wii like just blew everything away, but I guess it did until now. So. Well, it did till now. Yeah. Now we have a new blowing yeah. away of things. Things are being blown away in Amazing. a whole new way. In Microsoft news, Microsoft decided to kill off that Connect. You know that was a bummer. Ah. Or a and you know what makes me do. sad about that? What? You know, is when I was I was playing with the with you know, my Windows Mixed Reality. I was thinking, man, you know they've already got the code for the for the, you know the VR stuff. If they could just have some room sensing stuff, and uh, they do already. It's called the Connect. Why couldn't they just? You know, because I mean that that you know that programming language is already there. All that stuff is in place. You, you mean could actually I, have room detection using this Connect. Do you mean why didn't they like stick with it and see it out and see it through and try another iteration or whatever? Is that just kind of what you yeah, mean? Yeah, I mean it's well, yeah because it's right here with the you know we're trying to we're going to be needing something that's going to sense our location in a room. Isn't this pretty much the greatest sensor they have? That's already got a huge wow. amount of programming already attached to it. It's as good as they had, yes. But was it great? No, right. it was never great. It was always kind of. I mean, I don't know. It always it never really worked that great. It was okay. Right. It kind of got the job done, but I like to dance with it. It was fun to do. It was dancing. okay to dance with, but I always felt like that thing was fudging my moves anyway. So oh, yeah. matter anyway, they killed the connect and it's delighting scalpers and distressing fans. Hmm. So if you have one, you got a little extra one or whatever, you can sell this thing on eBay for some pretty good money right now. The connect is uh, truly dead though. They're done. No more Xbox One S or Xbox One X. Uh, connects, nor will they sell the adapter so that you can use a connect on the Xbox One X or S, nor will you be able to buy one for your old standard Xbox One, although in theory, wow. if you bought one on launch day, you still have the connect that came with it. Um, right. The adapter is now selling for 100, 269 bucks or more on Amazon at the time this was I know published. that you're not a, I, I know that you don't really, you didn't really care about this getting going, but I'm such a hardware junkie and I've always thought the connect had such potential this almost feels like when uh the dreamcast kind of left and they took their little controller with the the vmus and all that stuff it just yeah. it was such a nice little tech goof around that you could goof around with and mod i hate yeah. to see it go yeah no i mean in my mind it's an interesting how do we put this it's an interesting jumping off point right you know like it was like a oh interesting idea uh by the way these are back down to 80 so now you can get them mm. for 80. So there was a brief uptick in prices, but you can get them on Amazon for 80 now. But uh, I mean, I don't want to decry its usefulness as a as a historical piece of interesting hardware because it's that for sure. Right, um, right. Beyond that, though, a flop by all accounts. Right. And now that I mean, you... come on. The PlayStation suddenly said, oh, remember those move controllers that we put in the trash? Here they are again. Here they are again. But see, that's they're brilliant in that way because I agree with you. I mean, it's the same problem. The, the move controllers were not sold with new consoles. Therefore, it was never a one-to-one sales ratio, which meant that uh, support for them was going to be limited at best. And it was this mm-hmm. mad rush to try to match what Wii was doing. 
And then that all went away. And my move controllers just sat really collecting dust, like thick layers. Right, of them. Like, right. Like oh, I, man. I think, those things collect dust, too. I don't know what kind of plastic those things are made of, but they they are the dustiest thing I have. I got mice or voles or something living in my Kinect controllers. <laughs> it's got some voles. Yeah. And who knows if they even charge anymore or any of that stuff. But right. uh, VR, PSVR comes out and they're like, hey, we already have these wands. They already do all this like motion sensing detecting crap. Maybe we should just right. make it that the standard and start making them again. And then sell what we've already got. And I think that was a pretty smart idea. I don't know if they ended up moving all the stock of the old ones they had or not or or what. But they're, at least they found a use for it. Yeah. yeah. Well, whereas, you know, Microsoft doesn't have that option. What are they going to do? They're, right. they're not going to go, oh, we got a warehouse. Uh, call Bill Gates. Tell him we're going to empty his garage of all those connects we didn't sell. Just let him know we got an idea. Plus, there's two connects. There's a connect one and two plus a limited PC one that sold like three. <laughs> like it didn't go well the connect thing just does not where no one's looking back on that and going yeah well done microsoft you killed it with the connect yeah well, well it'll done. end up it'll just end up being one of those things that i always had a fondness for oh. that i don't know oh i hope it visits yeah. you in your dreams oh. we'll say this sony's got a little bit in the news final beta for monster hunter world uh announced with new content but it's ps4 only again of course uh, in a few days. Yeah, a few days. So if you want to get your hands on Monster, Monster Hunter World, the game that is supposed to finally bring the Japanese sensation mega-selling title to a mainstream audience in European and American audiences, which some have said is impossible because those games are super unapproachable. Uh, maybe they can do <laughs> when it. When people unapproach, what does that mean? Nope, I'm not looking at it. No, I'm no, not, not playing that. Harder And more than that, it's like just hard, you know, like hard right, and, right. and and nebulous and they don't hold your hand much and that's fine. I mean, I, th- I know there's a place for that in games, but I tried playing Monster Hunter on the 3DS and I thought I wanted to die. I thought I wanted to kill myself. I didn't like it. So, right. you know, maybe this is it. And I didn't play the beta either, but you'll get another chance to do this. This is on January 18th. Uh, let's see, that begins at 6 p.m. Pacific time that day and goes through the 19th. Oh, wait, and oh, on your 18th or 19th, eh, whatever. It concludes on January 21st. So you get it on the 18th, you get out for the 21st, uh, unless you're uh, Greenwich Mean Time, that means it's the 22nd. <laughs> uh, Monster Hunter World's first beta was conducted in early December and was exclusive again for PlayStation Plus subscribers on PS4. Second beta fall later in the month, and uh, apparently that was uh, well-received. People seem to like it. And it launches for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One on January 26th. It's also headed to the PC, although they recently said that got bumped to the fall. Looks like August. You're not going to see it till then. Oh. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer. That's too bad. Uh, so is that gonna is this going to tie in? Are you going to get the PS4 beta? No. Uh, I don't, care. I don't. I, I don't. I, you know what I'm waiting for? I'm waiting for people I trust to <laughs> play this, review it, and then I'll decide. Because right now, it sounds still sounds like Monster Hunter to me, and I don't think I'm. I care. I want to care. <laughs> I, I'm not saying. Right. It, I'm saying. Look, it has a diehard, explosive uh, following in Asia. They love it. They freaking what love if it. I told you. What if I told you they had it in VR? <laughs> I'd say no. Hell no. I don't want to put a thing on and play that in VR. <laughs> There's very little you could tell me is coming to VR that would get me excited right, right now. They got a, I don't know what, it, VR, for me, VR, the next step is it's got to get so much, I know we've already said this, but it's got to get so much smaller and lighter. Right. That'll be the main thing. That's the big kicker. Like nobody's, nobody's playing millions upon billions of iPhone and, and Android games on their phones because they have to strap on a huge apparatus to do so. <laughs> they do it because you pull it out and go beep. Right? Uh, Same with PCs. Why is it so easy for me to just open Steam and go click, bam, boom, and I'm in? Like, like convenience and and having a very thin interface you are, is Yeah, key. you've always been... A, but this has kind of been in mind in your argument for a while. I mean, you've always been... Yeah, I look at 3D. No, I hate 3D. Yeah, I look at VR. No, I hate VR. Yeah. And I've always been kind of like, yeah, I look at 3D. I still think it's a great experience at home. If you do it in yeah. the right way. Yeah. And I feel the same way about the VR. It's like, I feel, still think it's a great experience at home. It if is. You do it in the right it way. It is. And you're more of a, not a hacker. You're kind of a tweaker. And I'm, fiddler. I used to be too. I used to build my own PCs. I used to like totally tweak and fiddle and I don't do it anymore. I just don't, I don't want, I have too much to do. So it's like, right? I, need them, I need them to come with me, come to me with the most complete package possible. And it's why right. I think the switch is so brilliant. 
Switch is like it is nice. Plug it, it into nice. a dock. It's on the TV. Let's play. Need to have a couple controllers? No problem. These two detach. Here, you two now have controllers. Plus, I have a pro controller. Let's play. Three of us playing out of nowhere. Suddenly, it's all done. And then later, it's like, oh, I'm tired, but I'm not that tired. I think I'll lay in bed and knock out a few more of these freaking moons with uh, with Mario and his pals. And I can just do that without even thinking about it. It's but when do it's I amazing. get to watch Netflix on my Switch? Soon, soon. They said that they said they're not. They have nothing in the in the works right now. But I call BS. Of course, it's freaking coming. There you can get. Net, there's probably a Netflix app on this cereal box for all I know. <laughs> there's a Netflix a Netflix app on everything. This coffee mug probably has Netflix installed, pre-installed in the factory. Right. Like that. They, uh, anyone who's going, oh, I can't believe they're not making Netflix for the Switch. Hey, I've got news for you. One hundred percent. 100% guarantee from Scott Johnson. Are you ready? The Switch will have Netflix on it. Done. I, I will tell I will tell you this. Uh the, the Nintendo must have heard that I got a Switch because they started adding demos like crazy onto the uh, oh, store. Oh, did they so. they know you love the demos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they said, "Oh, Brian's here." Yeah. "Oh, hi Brian." I meant to check Here's the chat. Demo. Chat talking at all about uh uh, monster hunter oh we got one from jones man 64 says he likes uh he likes that monster hunter no right. no he says i love monster hunter interesting and then uh, uh tanya tanya, tanya harding man says tanya. i i know now i now know i you know now right. i know now no <laughs> <laughs> hey if anyone knows the number you call to get in here i don't have it in front of me so this is going to be interesting but if any of you right. guys know that number uh, and you want to defend Monster Hunter before we're off the air? Call in and we'll Look, talk to you. I will. I will give Monster Hunter a try. I have no idea. I've seen some really good stuff this past year. They they've demoed some stuff. Yeah, and it looks really fun. Yeah, but I'm with you. I've 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 dipped my toe into Monster Hunter before, and I remember going, uh, uh-uh, yeah, this ain't for me. Okay, I found but it. I'm willing to go back and give another try. I found it. Hold on, I'm I'm just kind of switching around here on my video stuff. Uh, I found the number. Do you want to know the number? I want to know the number. Okay, so here's the number to call in if you're watching right now. Uh, there we go. The number to call, where is it? Oh, is 1-800-801-285-9395. I'll keep that up and uh, viewable over here above Brian's head. Um, and, uh, and if you want to extol to me the virtues of why I should like Monster Hunter or any of these other things you disagree with. You think Brian's totally right about VR just nailing it? Good, let me know. Uh, and I'm not saying you're like Joe Bullish thinks everything's perfect. I don't mean that. You're just right. very forgiving about that stuff, and I'm glad that you are because we need the perspective on here. But I'm a little and salty Brian will, on it. And Brian will look up a video a video game code to give you for calling in. Yeah, if you call even if you in, don't we'll, convince us. Yeah, even if you don't convince us, we'll give you a free code on Steam. How about that? You got any other you cool games? You probably got something good. Oh, I got so many, it's ridiculous. All right. I like the sound of that. Let's play this. Yeah. Bam, bam, bam. All right, let's take a look at what's going on in the world of the PC. Have you watched any Overwatch League since last week? I've watched some. I have not watched the Overwatch League, but I have been watching and enjoying all the pro gaming stuff they have on Hulu now. So I've been enjoying that. Oh, I haven't seen any of that yet. I should. I, I heard what? about. I heard that was all there, but I haven't d- done any checking on it. It's all Dota right. Two stuff or something, isn't it? What is it? What is it? Ooh. Is it League of Legends. I don't know. Whatever it is, I will have to go check Good it question. out. But it's yeah. more like documentary style, like stuff. Because uh, I remember hearing about it. But anyway, this Overwatch League thing, Blizzard's big first uh, stab at like monster exploding. Yo, we're going to take uh, Overwatch to the next level. Esports, come at us, bro, kind of stuff. Uh, they bro. brought <laughs> they bought the old Burbank Tonight Show set and Ooh. studio. Uh, the one that Johnny Carson and Jay Leno used for 30 years or whatever. Um, so it stinks like old man. Yep, they got it. It's all exfoliated skin everywhere. It smells like beer. Um, they got that. They renovated. Hey, it. did you know that that we shed like a hundred and fifty pounds worth of skin? Did you know that? Eighty-eight pounds for, for our life. Yeah, eighty-eight pounds to our life. Yeah, yes, yes, you really you right. added. Uh, you're just a giant fat guy. A version of what the thing was. But anyway, oh, you said average. <laughs> yeah, it was average. Not every person. So. Uh, Anyway, they bought this thing and turned it into what they now are calling Blizzard Blizzard Arena, and they're going to do all their major esports events there. That includes the Overwatch League, which just kicked off. That includes the uh, HGC Heroes of the Storm stuff, 
which I believe starts next week. And uh, what? Oh, Hearthstone, StarCraft, all of it. And uh, it's awesome. I have never seen this kind of production quality in any esport thing ever. Like top of the block, top shelf, way above my expectations. You need to go watch some of this. Like they've built a screen thing in there, Brian. I don't even know how to describe this. Um, it had to be really expensive, but they've created a screen that is this seamless wraparound thing that the audience sees and that you see on camera uh, that's behind the players, behind the announcers, all that stuff, and it reaches all the way around the entire stadium. So when they show a preview of what map is next, let's say it's Junkertown, it's like a slow fly-through of that map, they see this entire thing covering every surface, and there's no seams, there's no cuts, there's no edges. It's just like a giant LED orgasm. And then... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then when that goes away, even when it's just talking about teams and stuff, their colors are all represented in these huge swaths of color. It's like nothing I've ever seen. It's really, really impressive. So, so it's in your face. It's like it's like the extreme games back for us on the, like uh yeah back in MTV. As days, Johnny right? Carson would say, as Johnny Carson would say, and Jimmy in the chat room reminds us, it's weird, wild stuff when you see wild it. stuff. I want hey. I want you to watch it. You need to go look at some of those vo- uh, vods and tell me what you think. It's really good. Right. Didn't, anyway. didn't NVIDIA just come out with a wraparound screen thing? No, that's that, Acer. Like, Acer did that. Is Acer. Acer. Yeah, they put that. They made those screens that have like the little in-between clip that can attach your monitors together. They're basically mini monitors themselves. Uh, right. So they create, they fill in the gap. Um, it, yeah, yeah. It looks pretty impressive. It's a, I, I mean, they may be working with NVIDIA on making that work right. I don't know, but uh, it's definitely Acer. Is that Acer. Acer or Asus? Who did Acer, it? I thought. Acer. I thought it was Acer at uh, CES. I think Acer was talking about it. I'm not no, sure. You about might that. be right. You might be right. But it's uh, it. Oh, you got to see it. Go watch some of it. And the team I wanted to win is not winning and not doing great. They're like ninth, but uh, it doesn't matter. I love the logos. The skins are amazing. Make sure everybody logs into Overwatch and gets their free 100 coin uh, team skin oh, that they want. Uh-huh. So Brian, let's say you like LA or or. Uh, Miami what? or whatever team whatever team you like. Okay. Whoever you like. You're not gonna have one in the Carolinas. You gotta pick something else. Oh, that's it. I'm out. You want New York? You want uh, Boston? You can have them. I will go I'll go in New York since they're in our time. All right. right, the New York Excelsior. Uh some just call them the New York Excel. They're in mm. there and they have really cool everyone's got cool in the game, each of the teams have their own uniform, like their own skins. And you can go get one for free, and you can buy additional ones for five bucks. Those prices go to, or the money goes to the team, and a little split for Blizzard. But uh, you can get one for free. They just you log in, you get it, um, and you can choose whatever one you want. I got a I got a Houston Outlaws Arisa skin because it is badass and amazing, and I regret nothing. It's really mm. good. Anyway, go watch some. I'm down with it. Watch some Overwatch League. Also, here's a little quick follow up on the year that is. Uh, video games in 2018 top releases you ready for this oh give it to me should i have you know what i need a theme for this hold on (laughs) there you go that's such a downer it's just very like you don't know what's gonna happen right you don't know what yeah i guess so yeah it feels kind of like a downer though wah 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 you don't you don't know what for 2018 Well, 2017 was a good year in games, so this is going to be a hard one to keep up with. Here's what you've got in January. January. These are our games of the of the month. January. Uh, some of these aren't right, though. Oh, hold on. And some of these have already come out, right? Like the Escapist. We've already. I think the Escapist, Escapist Two. two. You, you that might. That up yet? Yeah, that may be in early access, though. Now that I think about it, I'm not sure though. Anyway, mm. Escapist Two is. Oh, it's coming to the Switch. It's not on the Switch yet. I don't think. Okay. Uh, Street Fighter Arcade Edition comes out. I want to say tomorrow. Um, I want to say you're correct. I want to play that. I'm getting the PC version, I think, of that. Uh, uh, you know, but I, I don't know, man. I, I'm usually PC except for fighter games like this. Well, if you got so a good controller powerful. and a good internet connection, I mean, you know, who am I going to play with here? Me and Nick? F that. <laughs> He'll kill me. He'll wipe the floor with me. <laughs> Actually, maybe I will get it on PS4. I don't know. i am just thinking, been thinking about it. It's... um. Uh, our buddy Patrick Bejaw is a huge Street Fighter fan, and he's been getting me hyped, right. hyped about it. So arcade uh, version, uh, Digimon Cyber Sleuth Hackers mem- Hacker Memory. F that. Want nothing to do with it. Screw that game. <laughs> Kirby's Battle Royale that comes out on the nineteenth. Yes. Yeah, good day for that. I love me some Kirby. I have. I, have, I need me some good Kirby-ness. I need it. 
I'd rather it on my D, uh, my Switch, but I'll take 3DS. That's fine. Uh, Lost yeah. Sphere on PS4 and Switch and Xbox, right? Hold on. This right, is, right. It looks like that. There uh, we go. Oh, PC, uh, rather. Yeah. Sorry. Switch, PC. Yeah, PC. No, no Xbox. No Sorry, Xbox. Uh, OKKO, OK Let's Play Heroes on all the platforms, whatever the hell that game is. The Impatient PSVR. Heard good things about it as a Ooh, VR nice. experience. It's exclusive. At, oh, this is that. That uh, that OKKO is that that Cartoon Network thing. Oh, what's that about? I don't know what that oh, is. Oh, it's, it's an old school brawler. Oh. I'm excited about this, yeah. Uh, the Impatient game looks like it's currently, yeah, Sony only. And it's only Sony only. A, a horror sequel to Until Dawn, which was also a Sony exclusive. Mm. So I bet you that's what that is. Uh, Velocity 2X Critical Mass Edition, the Seven Deadly Sins, Knights of Britannia for the PS4. Uh, that's, I can't wait till they get to gluttony. That's Knights. Yeah, that's Knights with a K, by the way. Oh, Knights, yeah. When yeah. they get to gluttony, there's a, a huge guy in a, a kitchen who's forced to eat stuff, and there's a big barf bowl below him, and uh, Brad Pitt is <laughs> not bowl. happy about it. Yeah, doesn't like that part. Look out, man. You're going to knock my barf bowl over. Watch that's out. That's right. Uh, just give me a bucket. Uh, Dragon Ball Z, uh, Fighter Z. People are very excited about this. Comes out on the 26th on all platforms. That uh, Well, I should say Xbox, PS4, and PC. Yeah. Uh, looks no, I'm like gonna the to, cartoon. I'm going to dip in a little bit. I got a, lot, I got a lot of friends who are big Dragon Ball Z fans. I've never really been a huge fan myself. Because it's a terrible anime. Look, I know but I'm going to get, get it, emails for this. Hearts, you all can right? call that number and yell at me about this, too, if you want to. I, apparently, nobody wants to win that code, by the way, or else they'd call in. Right. But chickens. What, with chickens. And we have plenty of people in the chat. I know somebody could call. But here's the point. <laughs> Dragon Ball <laughs> Z is obnoxious. It's just guys going, yeah, and then jumping <laughs> in the air and then slamming into each other. I get if you're like a six or seven year old kid when that was on TV and you were just like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. I get it. But I was I was aged out of it. I couldn't. I mean, I'd love right. my the nine in the nineties. As my twenties were the nineties. Like straight up, I was twenty and ninety, and I was twenty nine and ninety nine. And that whole time period was video game time. Yippee Yahoo! And I loved cartoons and I loved all the stuff pop culture. But Dragon Ball Z was just a bunch of poorly drawn faces screaming at each other. It was bad. Well, I you know I don't want to criticize. Look. I've seen enough animation in my lifetime to know that some things can be limited by, you know, the amount of time you got. And sometimes you create something magical, even though it really shouldn't be like, okay, He-Man, let's face it. Nothing groundbreaking there other than its abilities to mass produce 60 something episodes a year. Right. Yeah. Just freaking flat out. Amazing. Yeah. And uh, stories are coherent, so I can't I can't criticize Dragon Ball. Z I'm not going to seen it a couple yeah. of times. Yeah, right. I mean, I I might waste time with it now. Even like I'm not saying it's the worst thing in the world. I will say I this. understand your hate for it though, because it is it is very yelly in your face and whiny. It's just obnoxious. It. Like, what are right. they fighting for? Tondragos in the chat room says for 45 episodes, one fight. <laughs> That's how it feels. <laughs> now he's maybe exaggerating a little, but it feels like that. Now all of that being said. Uh, it could be really fun as a video game. So that's why I'm, I got my eye on this because it's a fighting game and it looks right, like right. the cartoon it, it, to the degree that it feels like you're, you know, like the dream of real-time animation. That's what this looks like. Right, Being right. played as, a, as an interactive game that isn't preset like Dragon's Lair or something. And that's really exciting. So, so I'm of two minds on this. One, the anime, <laughs> the game that it's based on, eh, we'll see. Sounds good. I will watch. I will watch two whole episodes of Dragon Ball Z before the next. Ep now I've seen a couple episodes before, but it's been a while yeah. before the next episode, and I'll let you know how I feel about it today. I'll how tell you that? what I do like. I like that they're talking in the chat. Velvet Tip brought up Attack on Titan. I know that's oh, a yes. that's a game. Also, I haven't played the game, but I like that anime. Right. That's a weird ass piece of thing, dude. Dad. Big, Nothing naked. makes you feel weirder than some giants peering over your tower, looking down at you. I'm yeah. gonna eat all of you. Yeah, and they all look like they all look like Mr. Goodbody from the 70s and 80s. Yeah, the guy yeah. That was always working look out. Look at my muscles. <laughs> uh, they all look like Mr. Does Goodbody. It, I love it. Right? Does it freak you out that I'm touching my tendon right now? It's a little gross. It's pretty cool it's, though. It's a good. It's, it is a if if the show's intent was to freak you the f out, it does. It does. That. It's great. It's good. Yeah, it's, it's good. a. I'm a big fan of that. I like some anime in my life. I just 
think Dragon Ball's right. garbage poop. You've come a long way because you used to wouldn't give anything. Anime. Oh no, yeah, I used to be real hard on it, but there's I've seen too many good things and now I'm I'm kind of turned on it. Like, and I'm not right. just one of those guys like, well, let's see, Ghost in the Shell. Uh, big fan of that. Akira. I don't know if you've heard of Akira. That's pretty good. <laughs> like, that's not. I don't. I try not to limit it to just that. I try to branch out a bit. And I like giant right. robots. So anytime there's a big robot or mecha thing involved, I'm into that. Yeah. So whatever. I just saying, little yellow guy with spiky hair jumping at the air and fighting that turtle guy. So angry too. So Always just his eyebrows in constant engage mode. Yeah, it's just it's dumb. Anyway, there's that. Hey, Monster Hunter World, we were just talking about that comes out on the 26th. Dissidia Final Fantasy NT, which is uh, the follow up to Windows 2000. Uh, that'll be out. NT. <laughs> Uh, January 30th, and then uh, that's PS4, and then Railway Empire on the PS4 and Xbox One, which sounds like it should be on PC, and maybe it is already. Yeah, I would um, think, yeah, I think it is. It is on, it is actually on Linux, PC, PS4, and Zune. Yeah, so those are the games of January. Get excited. If right. you're not already, then what the hell's wrong with you? All right, we're going to take a quick moment and read an email from Adrian who wrote into boopshow at gmail.com. That's boopshow at gmail.com. He says this. Uh, talks about my issues with the state of VR right now is what he's getting oh, at. How topical. He says, hey, Scott and Brian. Uh, Scott, you were saying your Vive headset is gathering dust. Can you give more details on the VR games you tried last year and did not enjoy, or is it just uncomfortable to wear? I purchased mine in February that uh, last year, enjoyed it most of the sh- most of the short experiences that I tried. I finished some longer ones, such as uh, Serious Sam VR, The Second Encounter, Raw Data, Super Hot VR, Job Simulator, uh, or The Gallery, Episode 1. Um, it's a combination of things for me. It's very inconvenient to pull that thing out for what I think are cool first impression types ex- of experiences, but no long-term enjoyment kinds of experiences. And that's most of what I see for VR these days. Um, more recently, I know that I could get Fallout 4 on VR and I could play the Doom VR thing. And um, there's some great examples of good VR, like, although on the PC version, wasn't it not VR? Anyway, the Resident Evil 7, which is on mm. P- PSVR. I don't remember if the PC version plays in VR or not. There was some controversy about that. But I didn't do that because I don't like scary games and I'm already peeing myself. I don't want to put a headset on and pee worse. <laughs> So, so for me, uh, it was a combination of the games themselves just all sort of feeling like shooting galleries. And after a while, you're like, yeah, this is good for that. Like, VR is good for shooting galleries. Oh, but so I much fun. Kinda... I played Zombies VR or something. It was, uh, what was it, like uh, Zombie Riot. Yeah, that but you're not going to do fun. it forever, are you? You're going to get your fill of or that. I... Well, that's like saying you're not going to play any game forever. So, no. yeah, I mean, they're no, all no, temporary. No. See, it's transient. I... But I'm talking more genre-specific. Like... I don't mean right. that game in particular, but the next time there's another game where it's like a bunch of stuff you have to shoot that's you mean, coming after you, you're going to be like, ah, I kind of did that in a zombie game. Well, I play Civ 5 length gaming on my uh, VR. Probably not. And there's a reason why, because I let my my 19-year-old uh, play uh, Rick and Morty yeah. on the VR, and he played it for two hours, which was longer, longer than any time that I had played it. Yeah. And he handed it back to me and said, next. And I was like, okay, cool. And I'm like, Oh my God! This is drenched in sweat. Yeah, nope, yep. nope, nope, it's nope, gross. You're gonna nope, get nope. pink. You're gonna get pink eye and brown eye and all the other eyes if you put that on now. Here's the thing. So though. I scrubbed that thing. I liked that a lot. The Rick and Morty thing. I did play some of that. I didn't play it full. I did play all the way as much as I could of Job Simulator. That was fantastic. I mean, it's not like these aren't bad experiences by any stretch. It's just that once you've had them, there's a million others right behind it trying to do the same thing. And it all starts to feel the same. And that's when the inconvenience of putting that fat thing on my head doesn't feel worth it anymore. So someone needs to come along and go, oh my gosh, you guys, you have to play this game. It will blow your mind. You're going to, uh, you're in a world that could go off in a hundred different ways and potential thousands of hours of procedurally generated virtual space. Like when they come to me and tell me that, then I'll put it on. But until then, and, it's like, the hey, problem with that I'm is- shooting dudes. Whee! Right. And the problem with that is that's probably not going to happen until maybe later this year or 2019. And by that time, what you have now will seem arcane. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to, I don't want things to seem arcane. I want things to seem uh, ice or fire. Yeah. (laughs) It's a terrible joke. (laughs) 
Uh, if you'd like to send your own emails in, you, <laughs> certain, you certainly can. You certainly can. Boopshow at gmail.com. You certainly should. Take your shirt and certainly on. Yes. And thank you, Adrian, for yours. If, you, uh, if you've got something on your mind, send it in. Boopshow at gmail.com. All right. We're going to get out of here. Thank you all for being here. Uh, we'll be back next week. Things are all normal now, so don't worry. Boopshow on the regular. Frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P. If you like the show, there's a great way to support it. Head on over to patreon.com slash frogpants and uh, toss a little something our way. It's uh, cheap. It's monthly. And you get four, sometimes less, if you look at the last couple of weeks. But you get like four episodes a month. Four-ish. Uh, yeah. But all kinds of stuff's included in there. So go check it out. Patreon.com slash frogpants. Boopshow at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at Boopshow. Brian's at the Brian Dunaway. I'm at Scott Johnson. And our music is produced and made by the Schnauzer Radio Orchestra. Uh, from the fine album Music for a 1950s Video Game. Still available anywhere you uh, get your streaming music, like Spotify, uh, Apple Music, all that stuff. They all carry it. You guys can go get it on your own. Uh, let's see. That's it. There's also cool stuff at the Frog Pants store. And don't forget, we have a Reddit page, boopshow.reddit.com, right? Or is it just boop.reddit.com? I don't remember. No, I think it's Boop Show, I believe. Let yep, me double check. Is. While Yeah, you found it. Yep. Also... Hey, can I pimp my own ride a little pimp bit? Your because, ride. Uh, pimp your ride. Hey, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, I think it's just Brian Dunway on YouTube, if you look me up. Uh, I'm trying to do some more Let's Play stuff Yeah, during the week. So support me so that I'll do it and continue to play games. Yeah, I like this idea a lot. So go check that out. Oh, gosh, what else? Is that all there is? That might be all we have today. Uh, nobody won that extra code because y'all were chicken. Y'all were chicken. All you had to do was call in and say, Scott, you're wrong about Dragon Ball Z and here's why. And then you'd have had a code. But nope, not today. Next week, week we'll maybe open the phone lines again and we'll do it early. So if you guys have thoughts and things, uh, we can take your calls during the show. It's super easy for us to do that when there are only three of us. So uh, looking forward to that. I think that's everything, everybody. Thank you all for listening. Uh, Brian, I look forward to seeing you next week. That'll be fun, right? You better be. I'm going to play some games, too. What am I going to play? I don't know. Harry Butts are Us. I have no idea. But whatever it is you play. Yeah. Look. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's gross. Don't look at it. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next week for a whole new Boop Show. Bye. Bye. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.